Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast podcast for the week of January 9th, 2023. I'm your host, Zach. And joining you is Chris, me. <laughs> yes, the co-host. Yeah. Um, so uh, we got a bunch of stuff this week, so let's jump right in. And uh, we got to kick things off with we got the a new trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, the big Phase 5 kickoff for the MCU this year. Because uh, Phase 4 wrapped up uh, last year with Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Now we're in Phase 5. We're in the, the Kang era, or like firmly in the Kang era, hopefully. Because cause obviously uh, he's all over Quantumania. Yeah, it it sort of um, it should just be like the Kang movie. I mean, basically, I, I, I'm sure this is this is gonna be like the proper like Kang the Conqueror is here, like he's the new like he's the new Thanos, like. Yeah, but they didn't like throw a minion or a sub captain. You know, they went straight into here's Kang, and he's well, the other I, Kang. I mean, Modok's there too for some reason. <laughs> Did did you see uh, the theory of who Modok is? Well, I, well, I mean, Corey Stoll's playing him. They already said that, so it's okay. it's it, it's, it's, it's yeah, basically because like because then I'm I was trying to remember, and I think didn't Yellow Jacket get like like a, like a a shrinking disc thrown at him, and he basically shrinked it, shrunk into nothingness. Well, in, he in like first inverted. Game. Yeah, he got sucked into like the quantum uh, realm. Apparently, the quantum. I don't know how because. Well, isn't the same problem with, like, the goat? Is there a goat that, like, also went to the quantum realm, too? Well... You know I'm talking about, like, the, uh... When they tested the, um... The suit where, like, you need protection or also, like... Totally inside-out you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's why I thought he just inside-outed. And that's why, um... <laughs> that's why this happened to him. But... It's interesting that he his head became huge. Like it's a <laughs> yeah, it's a different like effect than I thought. Yeah, it looks. I mean, we have. I mean, you kind of just get a glimpse of it. It does look a little weird. It's just like they just like <laughs> like took like a weird like Photoshop or like digital thing of like Corey Stoll's face and just like threw it on like a weird <laughs> CG body. If you told me this is Disney Plus quality, it's like yeah, that makes sense. But if I'm gonna see that on the theaters. Gonna look a little different. Yeah, those. I mean, those those CG artists are pushed to the our MC, the Marvels pushing into the brink. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, the rest of the rest of the stuff looks like fantastic. Like it looks like it's, this is gonna be like a super crazy, visually, uh, inventive, crazy movie. Like just for like fully in the quantum realm, which we've we've seen glimpses of a lot, but we haven't like sent an entire movie in there, and like looks like so we're getting an entire movie like basically in the quantum realm, and all the like whatever <laughs> like madness is happening down there. And then yeah, like, like wait, is is the is the TSA or or the the time one TVA TVA like in the same if, place? If they if they have Kang and they don't. If he, and they still don't like like loop in anything with like uh like Loki or anything, 
because like that was that was like one of my disappointments with like multiverse, multiverse of madness was like there was no not even a mention of like the tva or anything anything because like they're just like oh this is how we're we're saying how this is we're, we're saying how this is a multiverse versus multiverses work but like loki we, we know you saw loki and there was a different thing altogether but like this is just how <laughs> dr strange is doing it or whatever it, it, it felt kind of like disjointed of like you, you kind of you said this whole like group and like how it worked and then like they're just like no mention of it in the movie yeah which is which i thought we were trying we were like kind of like trying to get like away from because like that was that was the whole problem of like the netflix shows and like the and ages of shield where it was like they were sort of connected but not really then like like it was like in the mcu but not but like never acknowledged and would never be acknowledged because they were like a, a different studio or different like licensing deals making them but now like everything's under the one mcu umbrella under marvel studios and it's still kind of like a little disjointed it loki still stands out more i think um she hawk and maybe hawkeye are the ones that actually incorporate everything that's happened up until that point so you get like the timeline yeah and and and, and miss marvel's obviously gonna be a big factor in like the marvels this year um and that was that was like a whole setup at the end of that show but I mean, I mean, hopefully, because like Loki season two is gonna be this year, so hopefully, I mean, if you're doing Kang, if you're doing multiverse stuff, like hopefully, like there'll be some sort of tie into like Loki season two or Loki season one or something, some mention of the TVA or something. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it seems like it should be hopefully like, uh, like like yeah, like visually it looks like pretty like insane, like just like multiple like Scott Langs like forming bigger bigger ant-man <laughs> heads and like fighting each other and like it's just gonna be like like variant it, it, it reminded a lot of like if you play ratchet and clank like a lot like there's like clank levels where like, like clank like has like multiple versions of himself like doing things uh, do they have different timelines or are they uh so, 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 so sometimes there's different timelines and sometimes it's just like like the, the newest one like rift, rift apart had like it was like all of like Clank's possibilities, and just like this like constant stream of Clanks running through, and you'd like like it like lead them through like different puzzles. Uh, but like they're they're always yeah like that definitely remind me like, like it's just like oh there's like a thousand Ant Mans from like different like timelines or different like realities or whatever. Yeah, he's just yeah. Here. yeah. It's a cool concept. It, it's cool visually. Although it it is weird. I feel like the like he's gonna like like. Like unleash Kang just so he can have like what four years back with his daughter. <laughs> yeah, he wants to redo the um, like. It was I mean timeline. I mean, I mean it's it's horrible, but it's not it's not like in the in the grand scheme of like the MCU and like the, everything that's happened like a greater sacrifice. Yeah, you're you're gonna like unleash this like multiversal conquering like warlord to like into like the main like the actual like our the mc reality just because you want like your daughter to be like a little girl again so do you remember how we all like hated star lord at infinity war for like smacking thanos awake right yeah like we're gonna all hate scott lang for unleashing kang or giving him whatever infinite power he's been looking for that scott lang can only do yeah, he needs so yeah, Kang needs something so that he can like get out of the quantum realm and like like start like conquering <laughs> the other multiverses apparently. So it's interesting to see what the MacGuffin is, because I don't know. 
I mean, it's got to be pin particles or something like similar to that, like where like the like whatever like Ant Man technology or some, tech, some sort of pin technology or something. So, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll find out on uh, February seventeenth is when Quantum Mania comes out and kicks off Phase Five. So definitely we'll check that out and check back when that comes out. And then uh, we also got the first trailer for a movie that's probably definitely highly anticipated by many, many people, which is the new uh, Ari Aster movie from A24. So you're following up Hereditary and Midsommar. Um, we have Bo is Afraid, which is starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And uh, speaking of like visually inventive and crazy looking, um, this definitely looks like the, like, like the craziest like Ari Aster movie he's made um, so far. I mean, Hereditary and Midsommar were crazy, but, like, kind of grounded and visually. Like, it was still, like, taking place in, like, the real world. And this is just, like, like, there's, like, a fairy tale land. There's, like, this This seems more like a Benjamin Button or, like, some sort of crazy, like, but, like, a, but like, a, but like a horror tinge to it. So, like, a very, like, fantastical looking. Yeah. Uh, it kind of reminds me of, like, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Yes, or Big Fish, or something like it, it's like it's like that that style of like it's like a very like like magical was it magical surrealism <laughs> like yeah, but, and I guess it's his way of dealing with the trauma that's actually happening to him. But I also see this movie just pulling a one eighty, and it's actually like this world-ending apocalypse coinciding to like a fantasy realm opening up like a rift in reality yeah and it just so happens to happen to joaquin phoenix who lives like a paranoid um like like something phobe because it seems like he's got a lot of issues about the agoraphobia <laughs> yeah agoraphobia. that's like that's like that's like fear the outside but I don't think he's afraid of the outside. Legit, no. like something's going on on the outside to be afraid of it. You know, it's not well, like he, he was. He, it's like he well he has he's a very like overbearing mother, and then according to like the like Wikipedia and IMDb like plot points like um like he's trying to get home because she like passes away and then it's like but then all this like crazy stuff happens to him apparently. Oh, I thought like she's alive and like pestering him. I didn't know that she died, and that's what's yeah. happening. Yeah, like the, the the plot says, like he's trying to get home, uh, because his like mother passed away, and then he get, apparently gets kidnapped by Nathan Lane and Amy Adams, and comes under fire from like like militia people or something, and then the yeah, the apocalypse is happening, and he ends up in like a fairy tale land and on a boat, <laughs> and like yeah, so I can't tell if most of that is actually happening or just in his head. It's a little unclear, but I'm fine with it. Yeah, you know, fantastical. And Ari, Ari, Ari Aster also said it's it's a, it's a nightmare comedy, and it could it could be he's I, I I don't I don't I don't think they've said the final runtime yet, but like he was saying it's gonna be close to possibly four hours long. So yeah, get ready. I mean, if you, I mean if you're an Ari Aster fan, I'm sure you're just like, oh man, four hours of of his like his vision, like yeah strap me in like and uh that's gonna be april 21st this year so um i'm sure a lot, i'm sure tons of people have that marked under calendar already it's like highly anticipated and then uh last trailer for the week is we got the uh first trailer well i think we had like a it was a weird like 
was it, it was a trailer, but it was kind of basically just like one scene. But we actually got like an actual like full trailer this week for Lockwood and Co., which is the upcoming Netflix show based on it's based on a series of books by Jonathan Stroud, and it's coming from Joe Cornish, who brought us Attack the Block and The Kid Who Would Be King, and uh, co-wrote the aforementioned Atman, and uh, I think he also co-wrote uh, another big movie. I can't remember right now, but this, but this basically it's, it's set in London. There's a trio of teens who have a ghost fighting business because basically in, in like the world of like Lockwood Co, like ghosts are prevalent and they're also like extremely deadly. Like if if a ghost touches you, you're dead. No, like so, a one-hit rule. Yeah, so so they but so they basically are going around like fighting ghosts with swords and like other like magical like holy water and other like magical elements and then but then apparently there's also like like corporate big corporate like ghost fighting companies that like are like looking down on this, this, this these kids are like you're like you like hang it up kids like you can't deal with this like we're we have to have like money to deal with these ghosts. Alright, they're not wrong because it seems yeah. like in this monster is that hit you with a touch like maybe you should have weaponry that yeah. isn't just a sword mm-hmm. i mean it seems like there's like cults and like magic so that exists um but i don't know i feel like there has to be a good agency that isn't um like a dick to the kids yeah and it seems like the big company is like they're not really destroying ghosts or like stopping the ghosts you're just kind of like doing something like put like Put it on the put it on the rug and like, but they're still like building up or like still like not like not going away. I think that's what I'm saying. I think the conspiracy is maybe they're using them, they're trying them for their own purposes. Yeah, they're they're, they're like maybe they maybe, maybe they're ones like like hide like they're like bringing ghosts back so they can make more money or something. Yeah, it's a perpetual problem. Like if they're the solution, like make the if they can make the cure, they can also make the the problem. So yeah. Mm-hmm. constantly like sending it, it's like what i think like there's a ghostbuster thing where there's constantly catching and releasing the same ghosts yeah well i, I know in the comics there was like the other there's like the go i can't remember if like it was like the ghosts uh i can't remember what their like team like team was called but like they were they were they were like blowing up the ghosts but then it was like they were like like, they never actually defeat the ghosts. Yeah, it was just it was they were just like dispersing the power, and they were just like getting they're just like making ghosts even stronger because they're just like making like their like energy spread out more. Well, it was I like can a, see like that, like they yeah. all all these years they've been messing up. But granted, that was like the amateur group, and then in this one, it's the um, how are like it? I want to see how these kids explain why they're so good, like yeah, and what they. <laughs> Full time? Is it based on anything, or is it just like a yeah. completely? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's based. It's based on books. There's like a series of books. Um, and I think I, I think the main girl is um psychic, so she has like like some sort of like better ability to like see ghosts than like uh, other people, or like can like can like fight them better. Makes sense. But yeah, it, it it has it has like a very like uh like lock and key kind of feel. Like it seems like if you're like probably like if you if you're like like if you like lock and key on Netflix or stuff like that, then you'll probably <laughs> this will probably be your next big like uh teen horror <laughs> show. And it's gonna be uh, January twenty seventh is when it debuts. Eight episodes for the first season of Netflix. So uh, 
you can check that out when it comes out. And moving on, uh, we got some news this week that uh, there's going to be a Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon TV series in the works. Uh, Sony is developing that, um, and it's gonna it's gonna retell the like the story of like Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon, but also like get into like some of the other stories in the series because it's it's like Crouching Tiger was like the fourth book or fourth novel in like the Crane Iron series, so they're gonna get into like other stories in that series. I never like knew that. I, I kind of like. Yeah. I didn't even watch the. Sequel the second show. one. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, it was Netflix. Netflix, Netflix made a sequel movie. That I don't was to do with the series then, right? It was based on like the fifth book. Ah. Um. And then like and like each yeah each book is like it's like another generation of like the uh you know like the whatever group of warriors are like it's like each there's like a new generation of, of like warriors every time going around doing whatever they're doing and uh yeah it's it's coming from uh jason ning is the person behind the show he's writing it and producing it uh he worked on lucifer and the expanse and uh burn notice and uh he's also he's producing silk Silk Spider Society for Sony for the, their 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 Amazon Prime Spider Man adjacent show. Okay. But yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, no word on uh where this Crush Tiger Hidden Dragon show would end up. I mean, I think Sony has a pretty good relationship with Netflix because like all their movies usually end up on like Netflix, like Morbius and Uncharted and some of the other ones. Um, but they also have this deal with like Prime Video for like uh, like Silk and like some Spider-Man adjacent shows. So Prime probably, probably Prime Video or Netflix. But yeah, we'll have to keep it, keep an eye out and uh, see how this turns out. Uh, I think yeah, Crouching Tiger is also coming back to theaters uh, this year because I think it's it's the like twentieth anniversary, thirtieth anniversary, like what it's it's it's. It, it's an it's an anniversary year for Crush Tiger, I think. So, it's actually it's actually going to be in theaters like the same day as like uh, Ant Man. It's going to be on February seventeenth is when uh, you can see Crush Tiger in uh, theaters again. Oh, they're re-releasing it. Yeah, I think I think it's like a Fathom event or some sort of like uh yeah like special like anniversary screening. Gotcha. So we also got some news this week that there's going to be a uh, Universal Studios uh, horror attraction in in Las Vegas, a all year round basically Halloween Horror Nights style attraction. Um, it's going to be in the Area 15 complex, which is like where like Meow Wolf, uh, like the Omega Mart is, and a bunch of other like big like themed restaurants and entertainment places. And it's going to be uh, 110,000 square feet. Uh, in like a like a, a brand, like a they're expanding like the uh, area 15 area, um, like and then this is, so this is gonna be like a like a big like tent pole attraction for that area. And you, it's uh, gonna, you ever been to? Sorry, like you ever been to Vegas, Zach? Not yet, no. <laughs> Pretty sure, like. Uh, it's already like chaotic and messy, and now all this is all this is gonna do is bring so many teens and kids to an area <laughs> that they have no right to be. 
Yeah. Um, and they said it's, it's, they said it's gonna be based. There's gonna be content from historical and upcoming films. Uh, so probably like some Universal monsters in there, and then like whatever. <laughs> Smile. Yeah, like so they're gonna like well, Smile is Paramount, but like yeah, like a rotating like whatever upcoming movie. There's probably be something of like upcoming movies in there, rotated in and out. Honestly, they should just put in like modern classics, kind of get ahead of the curve. Well, well, they always have they always have like Bloomhouse houses now for like horror, Halloween Horror Nights. So I'm sure I'm sure there would be like I'm, I'm sure there I'm sure. about like what the rights to that include because sometimes Bloomhouses has their hands with so many other like companies. So it's like who has a Bloomhouse? Like Amazon has a Bloomhouse. Yeah. Well, I, I think I, like Netflix I, has a Bloomhouse. I'm pretty sure if like like the theatrical movies are like distributed by Universal, so like, uh, I mean, if if this was like open already, I'm sure there there would have been like a like a Megan <laughs> something in there. Um, but yeah, this I mean, this is a couple years off, so like whatever. If we're if we're up to like Megan two or something or whatever other Bloomhouse movies are out around the same time, I'm sure they would be like featured here. Then like, yeah, like classic Universal like uh monsters i feel like i feel like they also they definitely also have deals with like uh well i guess i guess halloween is blue house now because the 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 reboots but they like they always have like a halloween maze at halloween horror nights and uh i know that like probably i mean i'm sure there probably be some sort of the walking dead thing because like walking dead is like a huge they i think like uh hollywood universal studios hollywood has like a permanent like walking dead attraction now Really? Because because that was like like that was, that, was, that was such a popular like like Halloween Horror Nights maze. They just like we're just gonna make this like a year round uh, attraction now. Like it's just like permanent Walking Dead like house or maze at Universal Studios Hollywood. It makes sense. It's probably like easy just to like let it stay put than tear it down and rebuild it year after year. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, no, no opening date. This is probably definitely a, a few years off. But uh, yeah, if you're gonna be in Las Vegas in a couple of years, you'll be, you'll be able to like probably <laughs> check out uh, basically a, make a big Halloween Horror Nights uh, attraction in Las Vegas. Universal's just like going there. Like we got, I mean, we got Super Nintendo World's opening in Hollywood in like a month, and then like Epic was it Epic Adventures, like the whole new park in Florida. That's coming in a couple years, so like they're they're going crazy, like, like expanding. Like, is is going to be opening up in Universal Studios? Florida's going to have like it's is it Epic? I forget what is it Epic Universe. Oh, I think it's Epic Universe is the name of the uh uh park. It's going to be it's it's going to be like a third park in Orlando. With with and that's that's where like Super Nintendo World's going to be for Florida. And then also it's gonna have like a, another Harry Potter thing, obviously. It's gonna have like a Universal Monsters section, uh, like a How to Train Your Dragon section. Hmm. But that's like that's like I think 2025 is when they said that's gonna open in Florida. So that's that's a couple years off. But uh, but yeah, Hollywood Super Nintendo World opens in like a month, like February 17th, I think is when it opens. But yeah, lots of lots of Universal Studios uh, attraction like theme parks and 
themed attractions coming in the near future. They're really going hard, like building up uh, <laughs> their stuff. Yeah, build it, just compete against Disney. Mm-hmm. It's like I get it because they're leaning into the mature, the aging, maturing audience that doesn't want to be like surrounded by like dancing mascots and like colorful music they kind of be like <laughs> a little a little little late for the gritty dark error you know like if this was like that early 2000s of new metal this is where i could see like mm-hmm. like a screaming guitar intro and then like welcome to the new like theme park for like <laughs> attitude and you're like oh yeah you know? I-, I could see that but um some of these movies and franchises like I don't know how well the staying power is, you know, like it, it's, it hasn't been tested all the way yet to see. It's like, okay, like, uh, well, I mean, I, I mean, I yeah. mean, three, three of them are like, I mean, Superintendent Super world's going to be massive. Oh, that, that's gonna be Univer- massive. U- Universal monsters are pretty like timeless. Uh, it's, it's to like a category. You know? Yeah. It's, Harry, obviously Harry Potter is, ridiculously successful for universal and there just there was no way they're gonna they weren't gonna make another harry potter park um and then yeah but yeah how to turn dragons like the question mark because and there's still been like netflix shows but like is it like that is it still that big like if if, if it was like a like a dreamworks or like illumination section i would say like okay that makes sense because you have multiple ones but like like but just just the section of how to turn dragon yeah that's not like huh. I, again, the dream. I thought they had a, something like that illumination thing. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they have like, min, like they have like minions and Shrek in Florida. They they have like three D movies or like four D movies of those. And like the yeah, they, and I think like is it J- Japan or one of the like uh, Asian Universe Studios has like a like it just entire section of just minions. Like it's basically like a recreation of like the town or something for minions, but like Cruise House, like all these other places. I guess it's really popular. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, min- I think I think Minions, whatever, like whatever Minions from last year made like a billion dollars or something. So I mean, it's 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 a huge, huge franchise. But yeah, well, to see, uh, I'm de- definitely when uh, Super Nintendo World opens in Florida, I think gotta figure out <laughs> a plan to get down there. But uh, other news, uh, we got some news that uh, Paramount Plus has uh, greenlit a Dungeons and Dragons TV show, uh, eight episodes for the first season. Uh, Ross and Marshall Thurber, who most recently brought us Red Notice, uh, is, wrote and is going to direct the, the first episode. And uh, yeah, so yeah, Paramount Plus exclusive. Uh, I don't think I don't think there's a lot of like there's not really like a plot description yet. It's just gonna be like you know set in the world of Dungeons and Dragons. It could be anywhere, you know. Yeah, like, it could, it could, yeah, it could be like anywhere, anything basically. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure big you know big fantasy show is, is what we can obviously expect probably. I I don't think it has anything to do with the movie. I think it's gonna be a totally separate thing for the movie. Um. As it should. I, I feel like you, they should not do like a try crossover um, uh, Dungeons yeah. Dragons cinematic universe. Yeah, I kind of prefer like every Dungeons Dragons 
game and campaign is sort of vaguely connected through just the shared lore, but never like returning characters. At least that's how I understand from like addition to addition. Mm-hmm. It's not like one major event. Like it's got to be some cataclysmic like war that really shakes up the landscape. So I kind of prefer these like vignette stories that don't necessarily need to be in the same timeline or you know same characters or anything yeah for all we know the original Dungeons dragons live action movie is canon (laughs) oh my god like uh was it like jeremy irons just like walks on (laughs) and is like i'm back (laughs) like yeah he survived that like dragon bite yeah or or it's a like it's it's like a big like a huge budget like remake of like the like 80s cartoon. Isn't that one even sadder cuz that one just has kids who get trapped in They 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 wrote the they, they got on a they got on a roller coaster that was Dungeons and Dragons themed and they ended up in the world of Dungeons and Dragons. And then a a weird no man gave them weapons and told them to f- go kill like a a warlord that was running around unprompted right like do they even know that it's legit a warlord like because these are just like teens they don't know any better and now they're just hitmen he's just like yeah like uh i think it's like dungeon master was like the dwarf guy he's just like you're 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 a cleric now you're a warrior you're a thief and he just gives them weapons and powers and it's like okay all right now go kill this guy he's an evil warlord yeah that sounds bad like, and then I remember they just never finished that show, so we don't know. They're still stuck in that game. Yeah, I think I think they wrapped it up with, like, some sort of, like, audio drama or something at, at some point. Because, like, that show has kind of become, like, a cult-like fight favorite, so. But, yeah, there, there, was, there was, like, a script for, like, a series finale, and then I think they, they like, they had, like, a, like a cast or, like, an audio dramatization of it. It's, like... So it did. It's, it, so it did. It did kind of wrap up. It just not like an animated form. It was like it was like a a DVD bonus feature. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think this like uh this new this new show is gonna be an addition of that. But that'd be insane. Yeah, here's hoping. Yeah, hope. I'm. I'm just. I'm just hoping it's like a cool, fun, like fantasy show. Oh, kind of like the Witcher Blood Origins. Yeah, so yeah, if if, if it's like if it's like Witcher level, then yeah, that, fine. That's that's that seems that seems good. And hopefully, hopefully, a better adaptation than Halo. Yeah, I mean, I know you weren't a Halo fan, but you understand the the backlash with people were like, you did not honor the source whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really, I'm not fully up on the lore of Halo, but even I was like, this seems really weird. <laughs> I've seen all of it, or see, I just seen clips, and I'm just like, the action looks good. The, you know, some of the yeah. the like piece, you know, the costuming looks okay. Yeah, what I mean, it is. The, yeah, yeah, the suit. I mean, the suit looks great. The like, yeah, all the like Spartan armor looks like everyone was like a spartan all, all the other like all the like the, like props and everything is is great and like yeah there's there some really cool action but like 
the story was just like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm like, oh god, like, how did you drop the ball at this part? Yeah. Uh, that's kind of like the benefit about Dungeons and Dragons. Unless they're quoting specifically a certain campaign or like. Well, that's the, that's the thing. Is, there's, there's not like is, there's no. I mean, there is like icy lore, but there's no like. It's like we're gonna adapt like this thing. It's like there's like uh there's like you know like. I, I, I don't. Is they call them? Yeah, there there there's there's like campaigns, but like obviously those could like go anywhere <laughs> like depending on what the what people are doing like those could go like anywhere in the like the circuit like crazy directions so yeah they, they they basically just give you like a like a kind of like a, an outline of like follow this if you want or not <laughs> well yeah you're able to take bits and pieces from different parts and fuse it together and if you've got a really good dungeon master they know like hey this yeah. is more in line to this story so we'll follow this path and like you look up you look up stats and characters to throw at the players for the interesting tale. Uh, I mean, as long as they stay away from like Stranger Things territories at the moment, like don't just be like, I don't know, here's Vecna. Like, <laughs> you know, like they just completely lean into it and it's just like, hey, you saw this in Stranger Things. Well, here's like, um, I remember the monsters they were calling it. Like, like Demogorgons and. Yeah, Demogorgons. The Mind Flayer. Like, yeah, they're just like leaning hard into those factors. As long as as long as there's a um, oh what what is it the Beyonder or like what's what's the like the, like uh, eyeball uh, guy? Beholders. Beholders, yeah. As long as Beyonders as long as, are like. That's the, this that's that's the that's the Marvel like the Beyonders like the Marvel like Secret Wars villain or whatever. Um. Yeah. As long as long as, there's, long as there's like a really cool looking like CG beholder in the show at some point. It was even crazy. It's like I think I remember seeing they had a beholder basically in um, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I saw like an actual uh beholder and thing, I was like, wow, like they stole this. And also, I, I also Doom like the the like caca demons are like. <laughs> Uh, basically be holders. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, a lot, 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 lot of, there's a lot they can pull, there's a lot of interesting creatures they can pull in, crazy settings, so, yeah, ho- hopefully, hopefully this show is, like, a, a cool, fun, <laughs> fancy show on Paramount Plus. And, and it, it's, it's the rear Paramount Plus show, it's not a Tyler Sheridan show, <laughs> so... Although that'd be Taylor Sheridan Dungeons and Dragons show, that'd be pretty interesting. It'd be funny if it was like, why is there like a Yellowstone reference in here? Yeah, why is why is Kevin Costner in this Dungeons and Dragons show? We gotta protect the farm or whatever, protect the land. Yeah. Well, so but one thing that's not happening at Paramount Plus uh, is a Workaholics movie. Because uh, that's the other last bit of news for this week is that there was supposed to be a workaholic show uh or yeah, movie they were gonna start shooting in like five weeks and apparently paramount plus or paramount was like uh we're not gonna do that anymore <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't fit our global new global strategy and they they canceled the, the movie uh 
Which it was, yeah, it's supposed to be like all the guys were coming back. It's supposed to be like a kind of like a like conclusion to the, like a bit, one one final conclusion to like the show. And it, 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 it got Gary Ford in like 2021, so they've been working on this for a couple of years, and then <laughs> yeah, five weeks before they start shooting, it's like nope, you're, you're, we're not gonna do it anymore. Sorry. From what I heard, it's like. They're just shifting it down the line in the schedule. I, I At least that's what I, it's like. It was shocking that they were making it. Then it was like postponed. But no, I think like, like, I, I think it's postponed. I don't think it's like scrapped completely. No, like 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 Adam Devine went on Instagram and was like, no, but it's, it's it's they're scrapping it. It's done. We're not doing it. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, I, I mean, I would have been super interested in work because I, I love workaholics when I was on. Like that was like it was, a, it was such a great, <laughs> so many like great references and so many like weird, crazy weird ideas for episodes and stuff. And yeah, each those, it, those two guys are just like so hilarious together. Like, I mean, yeah. their, their Netflix movie was 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 okay. It wasn't. It definitely was like missing some sort of like <laughs> workaholics element. Like because they like I don't know I don't know what happened with like their like diehard movie on netflix but i mean it was it was fine there's some funny bits about it, but it was like it was like i feel like the, like they got like a lot of people like like uh like 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 funny like comedy teams when they have like no restraints anymore they kind of like it loses a bit because like they don't have to like creatively try to like work around things well it's kind of like seinfeld there's no plot besides them just getting into whatever scheme they got for the day yeah, so but a like a full movie, I don't know what the movie would be besides them cracking jokes about yeah. whatever current situation. But like, but like their Netflix movie was like because it was like R-rated, like they had basically no restrictions. It was just like they just do whatever they wanted. And then yeah, I mean, essentially this, that could be the workaholic movie. <laughs> They're making a movie. <laughs> no, it's just like re if you redo the beginning, it's just okay. They're no longer in the office. They're just caterers, and then that's what happened. Yeah. Well, I think the idea, because they started working on, like, 2021, I think that it was going to be, like, uh, what the, like, workaholics guys would be doing during the, like, pandemic. <laughs> like, how they'd be, like, dealing with, like, with their, like, are they still, like, working in the office? <laughs> or, like, are they working from home doing telemarketing? Or... So that was, like, the idea, like, the initial idea. It was, like, it was, like how, how, are the, how are those guys going to, like, deal with, like, the pandemic? <laughs> But uh, yeah, not happening now. Just another, just another streaming thing that is just like uh, <laughs> getting canceled or not happening. There was like a whole, there's a whole slew of other uh, like cancellations and stuff going on, like streaming stuff. Like people, like they're, and it's also weird now because like they're like reversing shows that all they already gave like a season two to, and they're like, nope, we're not. Like we, I know we said we were giving you season two, but we're not doing it anymore. <laughs> like they're like undoing renewals. At like a, a alarming rate now <laughs> that never really that never really happened at like like the rate they're going right now. Like uh, Inside Job at Netflix, they're like they renewed that show for season two, and then they this week they're like, uh, I know we said we, we were going to do season two, but we're not now, so you're canceled. <laughs> Which that, that's that I feel like that would suck even more than like just getting canceled outright. Like if they said like, oh yeah, season two, like get on it, and then they start working on it, and like. 
oh, it, second thought, we're not doing it anymore. <laughs> You're canceled. Like, I, I would be so much. I would be so much more pissed if I was like a like showrunner and like they said to, <laughs> you said you said you, you thought you were getting a season two and they're like they reversed that. I mean, you gotta get that shit signed in contract. I don't know who was like approving this and they're like, yeah, we'll have your lawyer talk to my lawyer, and they just totally like never did. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't really. I don't get how like if you do a renewal and then you're like then you like reverse it and <laughs> just like well, because like you, like they probably already started giving like money or like there was some sort of like deal already signed for like the renewal and it's just like well give us all the money back <laughs> like or like or like like stop working you're done like i know they're just meanwhile they're spending money on billboards and probably advertisement and hyping up things and then completely like oh like we're not we're not paying you back on all of this i'm pretty sure that's not how it is for some companies who probably are smart about like this process, you know, a Hollywood lawyer is more aware of the the limitations of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think I think I think we say it like every week, but like yeah, just a crazy weird time for streaming and media in general. <laughs> Like every, yeah, like, it is, it, we talk about the streaming wars, and this is it. It's just yeah. like weird victims, and you never thought were gonna be a problem. But uh, anyway, that's it for news this week. So I'm gonna jump into show and tell. And uh, Chris, you and I watched uh, the Chinese blockbuster Warriors of Future, which is gonna be uh, our commentary for this month. It's gonna be up in like two weeks on the site, so you can check that out when it comes out. But we'll talk about watching it right now uh so this, yeah this, this came out last year um in china i think it was a pretty huge hit in china and it's 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 a big sci-fi action hollywood style <laughs> uh blockbuster movie with with lots lots of clear uh homages or uh <laughs> Like you can clearly see what they're trying to like uh, rip off or reference in some of the things. Like there's like this there's a lot of Iron Man in here. There's some Terminator. There's uh, uh, I guess like like Tomorrow War or like or like some sort of like monster like movie. Like Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. A lot of this movie is like a hundred percent not original, except for maybe. Uh, a literal Skynet that <laughs> filters pollution. Like that's like the only yeah. like. Oh, okay. It's not just like a protective barrier. It's not like the Simpsons glass dome. Mm. It's actually like, oh, we built like filters that also block. I don't know. Pollute like. It's not like a barrier that physically stops things. It just filters the air because I'm pretty sure like that monster plant can still crash through the barrier. Yeah, so so it's the year it's it's 2055. There's been like tons of wars and global warming and pollution, so like the atmosphere is like all ruined. But then, uh, I can't remember. Did did China it, was China the only one that like was like, hey, we 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 were coming, we came up with the Skynet technology, or like was that like a global thing? Uh, they just said they came up because like because like. Because like the like the the guy in the wheel like the commander in the wheelchair like was like the head of the Skynet program right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So, but I, th- I think they're all over the world. But then, but then also like a meteor lands in a section of Hong Kong called B sixteen, and then like a giant plant alien creature emerges, or just just a, a, a alien plant, and then every time it rains, it like grows bigger and bigger, and then they, but so it's like. Well, we got to set this plant where it's gonna like grow like uncontrollable and destroy like the entire city or something. So, but it's but it's also filtering the air too. So it's like, well, we got to set this plant, but it's also filtering the air air better than like the sky nets are. So it is crazy because like the plant was also filtering the air, and then this is filtering the air. So shouldn't it be like the cleanest planet now? Yeah. But it seems like whatever city they're in, it still looks dirty. Like, it still looks like the apocalypse is happening still. Yeah. Especially, yeah. especially the people, like, outside of, like, the military base. Like, they all look like they all look like they're, like, extras from, like, Mad Max or something. They're just, like, they're wearing just, like, like pieces of, like, whatever scrap they could find and, like, weird, like, <laughs> like future apocalypse outfits. But then, but then the military has like you know like Iron Man like I think we, I think we, I think we said like GI Joe accelerator sh- suits and like uh like tons of like like Osprey style like aircraft and advanced weaponry and robots and yeah this movie introduces robots that are like they they range from like Chappie style like humanoid robots to just yeah, this, yeah like I, like I, I, yeah, I robot style, like 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 human soldier style robots, but then like yeah, like like Metal Gear style, like 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 walking tanks and stuff. I mean, not even Metal Gear style because it's not like bipedal. It's like they're like beetle design or like yeah. octopus design. It's very like like animalistic robots that I, we we like we want to know more about that world, but like <laughs> well, if the movie falls apart when they start introducing things like that. Yeah, well, I love I love that like the opening movie feels like a recap of like a previous movie, but there isn't a previous movie. They're just like here, hey, you all, you you remember all this stuff, right? Remember like the the robot wars and like the the meteor that crashed into Earth, and we're like, um, no. <laughs> it's, but it's like it's like this montage of like that feel yeah, that feels like like it's just like previously on Warriors of Future. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was looking at this. I was like, is this a sequel to something we just don't know? Because we can't, we can't insult a movie that pretty much like if we were, we're not like aware that this is a sequel to something. And then I kept looking online, and it's just like there's no mentioning. This is like completely like out of the box, like its own standalone thing. Because 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 like that opening montage feels like it feels like it's footage from like another like a different movie or like well I mean a lot of, there's some a lot of it's like a recycled footage from like that we'll see later on in this movie but like a lot so, of yeah, flash forward like yeah movie shots so I get that like that's a staple in Asian movies that are too lazy to reshoot things or I don't know even add like a sepia tone filter to it to make it seem like a flash they didn't even do that you know what I mean like they didn't do that yeah but I watched the beginning part again recently because I was like looking for art. And screenshots. Mm-hmm. That beginning segment has so many weird, like I probably cut scenes. Like it, it feels like there was way more movie, and they like said, "Oh shit, like we can't use any of this, so we'll just take like random snippets that don't make any contextual sense yet and just put it in." Like 
this is the beginning part where that same squad of like the like Iron Man squad, like they're yeah. taking down other robots. They're like they're parachuting in from like the sky. They're they're all re- yeah, they're fighting cause, humans. Like it's like yeah, cause, what's yeah, cause going like, on? Because that's that's part of like why the Earth is all destroyed is like they were, we had like robot wars basically <laughs> we had like wars with like humans and robots fight each other between different countries and stuff. I, I guess like it's it, they don't say much about that but it's like anyway that happened like wait what yeah. go back to that? Because mm-hmm. the movie makes it seem like they've been fighting this plant for years and it's like no that's actually pretty recent that's only happened in the last three years four years. <laughs> yeah, who knows. Yeah, who knows? It's like a questionable time frame. And then they also bring up like this one character uh, whose daughter is like a, a, a plot point, and then they instantly kill her in the intro. Like it's not even uh, like, <laughs> yeah, like thought about that long. She, she like died. She died of apparently she died of pollution or like cancer caused caused by pollution or something. I guess. But but then don't worry, he gets a he gets a new daughter. <laughs> He finds a like a secondary daughter and yeah, in that new. And there's like the, there's also the whole thing of like um there's that guy Skunk who's like living in like he's like selling like bootleg DVDs or something but he used to be in the army and then they they recruit him back to help but then they keep flashing back to like a like like there's like these flashbacks of like scenes of like him getting kicked out but like I don't think they ever really explain. What, what he did? <laughs> just like, there's a scene like, you, 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 you betrayed your honor, like you, like you're a disgrace to the unit. Like, get out of here. <laughs> I think it's implied, and I say implied because I think it's just like contextual clues. You have to just like carefully listen for. He he keeps driving away from fights. Yeah, I think he like, like, got, like, like fighting robots or fighting something, and then like he like fled, and then. <laughs> Like got people killed or something because he because he escaped, tried to escape or something. But he kept doing it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't... So I don't know. Like, and then he, uh, yeah, becomes just like a pirate, or and then he looks cooler as a pirate compared to his original form. So we're like, okay, this is an upgrade on looks, but like, we still don't know a lot about him besides yeah, this one part. Yeah, he's got like a cool like steampunk eye patch and uh, a cool haircut, and then yeah, yeah, he's selling like like DVDs or something. <laughs> and he and he's he's definitely the comic relief character because everyone because yeah. everyone else is deadly serious. Like way too serious in this world, and this guy is just having a blast driving through the wasteland, and I don't know like doesn't even get his own mech suit like yeah he he should have gotten a helmet he should have gotten uh like better gear he has this gun that we're like it's like it, looks, it does cool yeah, things like, one time it looks like a nerf gun and then it, yeah it, shoot, it shoots like a, a energy net that like can like cl- like blow through things and it, like also has like rocket launchers on it or like rockets in it but it's just, it's just a weird looking like like here, here's your gun back. And he's like, oh yeah. And it's like, but it's like this, like, like it, yeah, it looks like I mean, it looks like literally like a Nerf gun or something. But yeah, I will, I will say though, like the action in this movie is pretty awesome. Like, it, there's like a lot of cool action sequences. I mean, so I mean, it, it's very video gamey. Like, it looks like you're like, it looks like you're like watching like cutscenes from a game. Where like, you're like, oh, I should probably like, if this was like, I, I could definitely see this, 
would be like a game where like I could like you tell like exactly like you'd be like platforming or like fighting through this level <laughs> like it's very video gamey, but mm-hmm. it looks it's but, very like uh, uh like storytelling wise very objective based. It's like you need to do this then this and this and yeah, it's something where like I kept calling it like they basically watched Years of War and went yeah let's just do that yeah, but with like but like. With like these like the suits let them do like crazy parkour stuff. So like there's like a whole sequence of like like jumping through like a, a, a like a, a abandoned building and like platforming basically. Um, uh, and yeah, and, and, and like fight, you know, like fighting the robots is like a whole like <laughs> like video gamey sequence. It feels like or and it's also like mm-hmm. there's, there's a sequence that like feels like like directly like ripped off from like Terminator Two where it's like instead of like a helicopter chasing him, it's like a a crab tank or whatever. Which some of the some of that fight was nice. Like you, yeah. you feel like they they definitely paid attention to like uh, increasing the outdoor look and feel of that CGI. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They, they do a lot of cool like Zack Snyder style slow motion and like uh, there's some cool like like some cool uses of, like they're like super suits or whatever. Like like they're like ripping it like robots heads off or like stabbing them. <laughs> Like, like the one, like, uh, like when they fight, like the, uh, like the aliens that apparently like hitched a ride on the meteor when it crashed into, because there's just, like, there's also like, uh, yeah, like just like bug creatures running, around, like giant, like alien cockroaches. Yep. Which it was, which, it was, which... I was it, it was weird. Like they were like very prevalent for like the first half, and then they just disappear. It's this is like, well, it's, it's robots now. So. Yeah, that that part is like kind of crazy because. We're, like there's no mention to these bugs, and even like, even like the heroes and main characters don't even like are freaked out by them. They're like, oh, the bugs. Like, yeah. What is this? Are you, is it something we're like we're just not aware of, but they are, or like we all are learning at the same time? Like, giant bug people thing. Like, this is what you send the robots in to fight first. And that's the crazy part is that like you have robots that can do a lot of good fighting and you just aren't worried about these bug people. And that's and that's not gonna help filter the air. Like I I you know, like that it, we thought most of the movies about them fighting killer a killer plant, and then turns out no, there's also like killer space bugs. Yep. Um that also may or may not have devastated the city. We don't know. But what what did you think about like the crazy slow mo ending? The like it it's like patriotic and then it's not and then it's uh like uh very like the the surprise twist was not surprising at all. Are, are, like when they like we're going to the moon ending or like the, like no 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 when like the the main villain just takes himself out and then <laughs> oh yeah it's like not we don't even care because we're just like yeah well this guy's super guilty yeah it, it's it's weird that they let him like do like just like proceed with his plan like just like 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 he's got like a bunch like there's so many people that could like like his like second command she could just be like um you're you're like you're, try, you're using robots to like try to kill our squad out there like we're like you're like arrested <laughs> like 
<laughs> but there's like, like everyone's like, all right, like we'll, we'll I guess we'll, I guess we'll see who wins this. <laughs> we'll see who this, this contest is like our our squad and like these robots. Like who's gonna win? I mean, it it it's like no one helps them. No one's figuring out how to turn the robots off. They're just completely like, yeah, I guess we'll wait. Like the faith of humanity is on this like robot fight that um, they're on their own for. I mean, it's, it it really ratchets up the intensity, but it also like the plan doesn't make any sense because even if that guy gets them to just, like kills them, and then it's like this monster plant. Yeah. Uh, he nukes the plant, and then they just go on like filtering the air, and like that's his evil plan. Like he can just well, still filter the air with the plant. Like I, you know, like it didn't make any sense. Well, I think I think he wanted he wanted the Skynets to like. He wanted more Skynets to be built, and if if they if they got control of Mandora, they wouldn't need Skynets anymore. I mean, I'm pretty sure they still would. You know, like they're not just gonna be like, well, okay, take that shit down right now. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you just because you are sort of harnessing this alien plant doesn't mean it's gonna be controlled forever. Like it wasn't like, a, oh, this works forever. You know, like it just the plant will probably die of natural causes at some point like it's a plant it's a living thing <laughs> like yeah that's what i'm saying like it's not a machine it's not like they can reproduce this this came from a meteor yeah so it's like what was his plan again besides he wanted to control the skynet because he just had money into it or he just designed it or it's just like was his idea the movie introduces this real quick and then just says he's in control like okay we're just gonna go straight into that don't don't worry and how he did it why he's doing it does he have partners no idea so because they make the conspiracy really like oh what's about this blah blah blah. then it's like oh just one guy it's like just the one guy did all this but um yeah the warriors of future is uh it's an interesting movie uh yeah I feel like it could have been way worse. Well, I was I was surprised I was surprised how, um, I mean it's definitely I mean it's definitely like there's a little bit still obviously, but like the Chinese propaganda was like not as prevalent as like some other movies I've seen from China. Like this 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 is this feels like more just like a straightforward like you know like blockbuster action movie. Like like no one's like. There's, there's some people are giving speeches and stuff at some point, but it's not like like I, I've seen like uh like like Wolf Warrior the first one especially it's just like we 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 have to like we have to like use the glory of the Chinese army to stop these mercenaries and stuff it's just like it's very like the might of the might of China's military will stop like these terrorists or whatever um but yeah I mean like I, like, I was surprised like that like they weren't like oh China is the one who like built this like China alone saved the Earth because we built Skynets, whatever. Like or like, like China, like the like yeah, the China, like the Chinese propaganda was like very limit, like more limited than like like uh definitely some other like recent Chinese blockbuster movies. Well, this so maybe, is a Hong Kong movie, so it's like not yeah. as crazy patriotic as uh, yeah, but like super like no mainland China got its hands on it. Yeah, you and, yeah you definitely you definitely still need to see like Wolf Warrior, Chris. Wolf Warrior one and two. Two two is two two is less two is less propaganda than one, but still uh, there's a lot of it. 
and also like World War Two has like has that weird like like the Africa like propaganda we that we saw in China's China salesman. <laughs> oh boy. Of like China, China's like single-handedly responsible for like the like uh like moving forward of Africa, I guess. The, Africa the progress or, like, of Africa. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. There's no other movie. I mean, yeah, there could be other movies like that, especially in America, where it's like, like we're responsible for your like, you know, uh, like satellite TVs or whatever. But Wolf War, I can't imagine like what they saw besides what did they get rid of the warlords? Well, uh, well, two two is like takes place in like uh, yeah, like so, like I forget where we're exactly in like Africa. But then it's just it's like there's like oh, I forget. there's like there's like rebel forces that want to take down the government and then like the but then like it's like well thank God China's here because they're they're gonna stop like these rebels from like taking over the government or whatever. And then I think I think the rebels hire uh, Frank Grillo and his mercenary team to like help them t- like bl- like try to like take over the country and then it's like well. They were they were gonna like they're, they're like the, these mercenaries are gonna like we're gonna like take down the government but then China's here so they they can't. But yeah, where's where future? Just a like a a big fun sci-fi action movie, and you you can watch it with us in uh, a couple weeks here on the site. And uh, did you see anything else besides uh, Warriors of the Future, Chris? Yeah, I uh, I finished up The Old Man, okay, the TV show on Hulu. Mm-hmm. So I I liked it. Like I know it was a, it's a slow burn in the first episode or two, but yeah. after that it it sort of really grips you. And uh, the story gets very like. They start explaining things a lot faster. Like, they really picks up speed at that halfway point. Yeah. Uh, especially when, at least for me, I kept thinking that the daughter wasn't real in the beginning. And then it's like, oh, okay, it's real. And then, you know, there's more twists and turns about all that, especially by the end. Yeah. It still doesn't explain a few things, especially when, like, I couldn't figure out the age. Like, what, what like, I guess we'll go into some spoiler, but... Like when Jeff Bridges uh has like the girl as like a two year old and then she has to be like at least thirty to be in the CIA at this point, maybe. But it makes it seem like she's been trained to be in the CIA since she was like eight. You know, like it, 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 uh, yeah. I couldn't figure out the timeline because even the director was like, "Well, I've, I've been taking care of her for like ten years." I'm like, "What?" Like. So, like, yeah, yeah, because Jeff Bridges like left the CIA like thirty years ago, and, and like thirty thirty years before the start of the show, like he like like left the CIA. Mm-hmm. And then his daughter joins and gets up there as an analyst. Uh, and then I don't. The, the confusing part is like. He looks nothing like her parents. Like, 
you know, like she looks like the same character from Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to like they might have given her some more Middle Eastern makeup or something, but yeah, she just looks more like uh just doesn't look enough Middle Eastern for me in, in the show. I I could be wrong, you know, I'm just like she she could be um a lot of she? I don't know. Compared to like her father, like her true father and the mother, I'm like, oh, I guess she's the daughter. Like it, it was such a weird twist, especially after years of watching her on Arsa Development as like Mabel. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, okay, you're used to this like like kind of broccoli teen. And now she's supposed to be this Middle Eastern woman. I'm like, oh. Okay. That's the twist. I get it. So it's playing it's playing on her like not looking like that, but I'm just wondering how they're gonna uh like stick the landing with that. Unless like she just completely like she had plastic surgery or something. <laughs> yeah, it de- it definitely also end, like it ends and just like it's just like it doesn't it's not really it doesn't really feel like a season finale. It's just like just it's just like it just feel, kind of feel like just kind of like ends it's like chapter eight next like season two is it's not it's not it's not really like a it, it, it just, it's just like it's just like it feels like i feel like the season two premiere is just gonna be like just like a continuation of season one, season yeah. one yeah. i thought i thought it would end on a whole like okay like, on, a, on a bigger on a bigger thing it's just like uh, it's just yeah it's just it's kind of the same it kind of just ends as the same kind of like level as it was going at like the rest of the season yep yep oh to clarify too uh she's actually like part iraqi so she sort of has that middle eastern look but then also like she's also like mixed region irish italian so that's why it's like deceptive not saying that she's not middle eastern enough i'm just like i don't know how this is gonna make sense later when they explain how she avoided like two Middle Eastern parents, and then just say, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm totally not Jack Bridget's daughter. <laughs> that was a shocking twist. I was like, whoa, okay, I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like you could tell you could tell because, like, you heard her voice on the phone. Like, in the, like the first couple episodes, and then it's like, and then, the, like, and it's like, so, so it's like, oh, okay, it was her voice. <laughs> But that's a, in my version, in my when I kept watching it, maybe because I wasn't like deep in paying attention, I was thinking like, oh, Jeff Bridges is crazy, and this is like the voice at the phone that's keeping him sane. I mean, like, he's a hallucination. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a little bit because he's like he, he's like having hallucinations about like his past and like his you know like his wife and everything. But yeah, and but it, then so does she. She also had like vivid dreams of her mom, like mm-hmm. um, judging her. And then, and I think also like, cause like, um, cause like Jeff Bridges' wife had like Alzheimer's eventually, or like dementia or whatever, and then like he might be having like starting to develop dementia, possibly too or something. Yeah, I think he's just going through that age aging thing. Uh, but you know, definitely, definitely good. Um. Just I know I was lingering on uh, on watching it, so 
just wanted to finish it off and definitely worth it definitely um if i was watching it consistently i'd be really gripping into it but watching it kind of marathoning it really just tells like this like action spy thriller yep and then season two is uh coming sometime in the near future here because it got, re it got renewed like last i think I, I think after right right after the season or like right before or like i think halfway through the season they were like yep season two's coming so that's good because i imagine they didn't this would just be like well now what <laughs> yeah especially if, especially if it just kind of like because because it, it doesn't really wrap thing, it doesn't really wrap anything up it's just like we're it's, this is gonna keep going so <laughs> come back <laughs> like Uh, anything, anything else, Chris? Uh, what was I watching? Damn, I feel like I was watching something. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I finished up Alice in Borderlands season two. Okay. Uh, it's uh, you know, for those who haven't seen it, it's one of those Asian Asian post-apocalyptic murder games that um are getting popular now it, it definitely is fo it, it's it follows well for season one to two because they no longer keep explaining the rules um in the first season it was all about like okay hey you're in this world we're gonna explain what the world is uh you need to complete in these like death games in order to survive and stay longer in this world because if you don't complete the games like well you get eliminated from like a sky laser uh and they never explain really what that is until like the last moment because when they do it like it totally like changes the whole um viewing of this and as someone who like saw the first season had to know what was going on i went back and then like looked online to see where you know what it's based off of on the comic book and stuff and then i would say like they fairly adapted a good amount of the original source so uh without it being crazy but they do this like big thing which i don't want to spoil it for you zach just in case you you stumble upon it but um they do this thing where they give you like four different explanations of what could possibly be like this whole reason behind the show and this meta like breaking thing and you quite you don't know exactly which answer is right at that moment so it was like acknowledging so many things and so many like fan theories at once it was like okay well shit like what uh, what, what are they gonna go for like the true to the manga version the fan theory, the TV like theory, you know, like there's so many other what ifs. But um, it ends on a way where like I hope they don't do a season three because now you're like going beyond the source and beyond the like the strength of of what the story could be about. Because I think in the comic they stopped it like years before and said, yeah, we just want to tell his like sweet like simple story, crazy art, crazy violence, but um. We want to, you know, this is how much we can, we, we know the limits of this. But the Netflix, they haven't confirmed or denied that they want to do more. But if, you know, if it's making money, of course, I could see Netflix, like, asking, like, oh, 
we would totally bring more down, you know, like more House and Borderlands stuff. But I think it, it, it's a really good show that, like, if you see the first two seasons, like, back-to-back, you're just satisfied. Um, I, I watched the first season, and after the first season, I was just like, all right, I'm ready for the second season to get more answers. And now that I have my answers, it's like, I don't need more of this. You know, it's like it's not like a show that it needs to be like explored longer because all that all that does is unravel crazier crazier like explanations and i prefer it to being like vague at this point so uh, i recommend it I mean, especially if you've seen the first season and just been waiting to see this like a season go see that uh it's faster paced than most shows uh that have to do with like I don't know, teens surviving or like, you know, uh, like battle royale games. It It's it's not as uh, dramatic as uh, Squid Games, but it's in the category. Like if you like Squid Games, you'll like Alice in Borderland. Yeah. But okay. It's very anime-ish. Like it, it like it because, it, you know, based on the anime or based on the manga like it it feels very like like character wise and just storytelling like an anime mm-hmm. yeah yeah that, that's about it for me you have any questions about that uh no i'll, I'll just jump in what i've been watching so i saw um so last week i mentioned i saw police story the first one because i got the criterion blu-rays so, you know, weirdly enough, I, I watched Police Story 2 <laughs> this week, um, which is the other Blu-ray on that set, um, which, just, you know, just like the first one looked amazing, like that restoration or like that whatever, I think it's like a 4K restoration from the originals uh, for that collection. They both look amazing. Um, yeah, I will, I will say of like the, like the, you know, like the main trilogy, like the, you know, Police Story, Police Story 2, and then Super Cop, a.k.a. Police Story 3. Um, I think this is probably... I would rank this one, like, third of them. Like, I think I think Super Cop's probably, like, number one, and then Police Story 1, and then this one. I mean, they're all, they're, I mean, they're all obviously still great. It's just, like, if you have to compare, like, the three of them, like, this is probably the weakest one to me. What did we find in this one? That, <laughs> that's the thing, too. It's, like, I feel like this one gets, like, lost in, like, between, like, the first one in super cop because like so th- but this one like is it's like basically like it literally takes place like immediately after the first one um and then jack like jackie chan gets like um pe- like like punished for like but for like what ha- like, all the damage he caused in the first movie so then now he's like he's like devoted to like a highway cop but then there's like mad bombers go like uh, bombers are holding this like company hostage by like blowing up their properties and then they so then like uh you know like uncle bill and inspector raymond from the first movie we were like well jackie chan like you're you're like you're like a you, you're, you can like investigate this like very well like well you you need to be like come back as a detective again like solve this like bombing case so yeah i, I feel like i feel like it focuses a lot more on like like the focus is like on it's like much more of the humor and much more of like explosions and like less on like the like big i mean there's definitely still some like jackie chan big fights but like not as much not nothing on the level like the mall fight from the first one or like the like uh some of the other some of the bigger like like fight scenes for the first one like it's, it's a lot more like 
we have we have big explosions this time. That's our big thing. And also like way more wacky comedy. Which I mean obviously that's it's Jack Chan movie, like that's you can't expect that, but um Wait, does your collection also have uh the first strike? No, like the the this criterion collection is, is like our set is it's it's police story one and two. Oh, because like police stories like four, four, four or five movies. Yeah, it only it only had the first two, and then I think I think a separate company from Criterion is doing like a Super Cop Blu-ray or like a 4K. Um, and then yeah, I don't I th- I think I think First Strike got like a a Blu-ray or a 4K recently. Um, um, and then what, what like. Then like the like whatever like the re, like the 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 new ones they're like like the, the new series ones yeah like police story new new police story and police story twenty thirteen but yeah like yeah like there's 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 definitely there's definitely some some really good like fight scenes like there's like a, there's like a whole like fight at like a playground that like it's like in like Jackie's using like all like the slides and like the swings and everything to fight a bunch of guys um. And like, and the, and the final, the final fight is like pretty, is pretty great. Where it's, it's in like a, like this like fireworks warehouse, um, because like that's, that's like where the med bomber, like the bombers are like like building their bombs like in this like like firework factory. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a, there's like a, there's like a big fight for like between all of them and like like one of the guys has like he's like giant you know like, like those like snap like things you throw on the ground they snap, firecrackers. Like he's got like a he's got like huge version of those. He's like throwing at Jackie. Like he's like like Jackie's clothes are catching on fire because of those. Um, and then then it ends with like a giant like a Michael Bay level explosion, which I think I feel like it was like the big like the big like <laughs> that's like the big like memorable thing of the movie is like we blew this like entire like warehouse or this entire like factory in the middle of nowhere, and it's like we literally blew it up like it's like demolished. Um. But it, but then it, but then it, like it just ends like just like they blow up this like they blow up this warehouse and then it, like it just, we just ends like it, cut, it just like cut immediately to, like the, like bloopers slash Jackie Chan singing. <laughs> so there's happy times. So there's, yeah, there's like there's like no resolution of like did they like did they get did, did, are, are, like the bombing squad like dead like are they like, are they did they, are you arrest them it's just like the, like like Jackie and then May like I, I walk out of the warehouse after it blows up and it's just like I escape from the warehouse before it blows up and it's like cut to, cut to like the, the outtakes the, like you know, like and Jackie Chan, like Jackie Chan singing the police story theme song it's just like all right that, that's that's a little abrupt and they're all friends and everything's yeah okay. everyone's fine yeah. Like not the millions of dollars they just destroyed from whatever like village or building they destroyed. Yeah, it's it's, it's like a, a, this huge. I, I guess it, I guess it's abandoned. So I guess I guess it's not that big a loss, but it's still like this just like gigantic building is like it's blown up, and also a mall got blown up, which was like it was like the first like big like bombing thing. Is they like blew up like an entire like shopping center, which I I. I, I I don't think I don't know if that's like to like one up of like well we had a fight in a mall with the first movie now we're gonna blow up an entire mall this time. Yeah, we're gonna double down on destroying these like infrastructures. Yeah. Oh, there there also there also is like some very some, some super fun like um like Jackie goes undercover for a little bit and he has like a crazy mustache and like he's like pretending to be like a guy trying to buy bombs. So that's that's pretty. And then he also has like a whole squad of like undercover cops with him now. They're like, hey, these guys like are like good at like surveilling and like like tracking down people. So like, 
like you're like they're gonna like report to you now. <laughs> so, he's, so he's got like this like whole squad of like undercover cops like running around with him. I kind of forgot that part. Yeah, I feel I, I feel like this one is like I feel like Police Force Two kind of gets like is like not gets like gets like lost in the shuffle a bit compared to like the other six <laughs> like i mean def- definitely compared to like the first one it's it's super cop like it it definitely gets like uh uh kind of like it's like it's, it's i think it's like less memorable than those two but i mean yeah. still still i mean still i mean a, a, a like a, a a solid jackie chan movie is still better than like 80 percent of like stuff that's out there <laughs> so i mean it's still still definitely fun still definitely worth checking out but like compared to the other police story movies it's it's i, I think it's not as good or not, not quite as good as those two, but or those four or whatever. If you want, if you, I guess, because I guess, I guess, yeah. First Strike is is like, I guess, it, it's like, it's like, it's like a quadrilogy, like a, the original quadrilogy of a police story. But uh, yeah, so uh, definitely, definitely check if you're a fan of like, uh, even like the first movie, like it, like that that Criterion Collection is definitely worth checking out. For there's like, it's just packed with like special features and. Like it, 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 yeah, the movies that's just like the the restoration of those movies is like amazing on those. So definitely check that out if you if you're interested in Police Story or Jack Chan movies. And then I also saw uh, Gangs in New York because I got that from my, my Netflix disc uh, subscription. Which uh, it's one of those movies where I I've I've I don't I, I never really I never saw it all the way through I have seen like I, it was like a TNT like I would I would watch like half an hour of it and then be like well this is like already two hours in I'm not, I'm, I'll, I'll just watch it some other time and then I would, then I'll try to catch I'd catch again and it would still be like not from the beginning again so I never I never actually watched it all the way through until now but um, now I have and what do you think uh it's good um. I, I definitely did, was not expecting how like apocalyptic it, it would be at, at certain points, especially like, that opening is like feels like it's it's like a freaking like Mad Max movie or something where it's just like even the movie is like a different movie. Yeah, I mean it, it's an amazing like Martin Scorsese like one what sh- like tracking shot at the opening where she's, she's like walking through the entire like uh like Liam Neeson's entire like underground world, but it's like like this is like this is like. 1800s like 1840s new york like there's this whole like underground apocalyptic looking society of like crazy warriors like putting on like uh crazy armor and weapons and it's just it's just it's like it's so it's it's such a weird like like the like the visuals that then you know if you watch something else like i don't know like uh the alienist or something where it's like it's like like this is like this is your happening like, like sort of the same time or like like kind of like <laughs> close to each other time wise. It's like like very proper like New York society and like like fucking like apocalyptic gangs like running around killing each other. But yeah, I mean yeah the, the open oh yeah amazing opening um, and then very very like Scorsese style, like for most of the rest of the movie like very Scorsese like rise and fall like gangsters like <laughs> and uh, also a lot of like uh I, I, like I, I, like you go back to like the departed where it's like Leonardo DiCaprio was like un- undercover basically in this movie but like but but he's like under like like undercover like trying like work his way up and like uh 
kill the butcher's gang, but then he's like really working for like his own goal to kill him. Yep. Which just, I mean, he, it's like if you um saw it from the trailer. You ever seen the original trailer for Gangs in New York? I think I think I yeah I think I watched it on the DVD like because uh, it was on the the Blu-ray or whatever. I did, like so I watched like the theatrical trailer. It makes it seem like Leonardo DiCaprio is like conflicted that it's like wow like this is my new dad and it's hard to like which side of a uh, of uh like yeah revenge or want to be more, part of and more, then immediately more, they show you like the last battle. I'm like, yeah, more, more more like the more like Departed where it's like he's like like caught between like the two worlds or whatever <laughs> it, it, and it's it's also yeah because like but i was also surprised like where like he tries to kill uh like daniel lewis like halfway through or like two hours like because this is like a, a, a it's like a three-hour movie or close to a three-hour movie but then like it's like ha- like ha- like you know the capture is killed like halfway through and then like the like last half of the movie is like a totally different movie where it's like they are capture like building up his like army and like his gang to like fight Dale Lewis where he's like well that didn't work I, got, I guess new plan build up build up my old build, build my dad's old gang up again and like try to try to fight him yeah, and just, and if, <laughs> if he gathers enough like dead rabbits yeah from from wherever yeah but then it's but then also like the whole thing is kind of is like I, I, I guess it might be the point or like one of the points is like it's it's it basically it's kind of pointless because like they all get it all, it's like it gets like literally blown up by like the like the u.s army because like the like uh like civil war like draft riots are happening so there's like like so like the, the whole thing like breaks out in a riot because they're like forcing like uh you know like the irish immigrants and like other immigrants like like forcing them to like enlist in like the union army for the civil war and there's a whole big riot that happens like across new york city and then the then like the union army is like literally like bom- like bombing new york city from like from like ships so that like the so they had they're like getting ready for this whole big like climactic battle between the gangs and like right the, the whole the entire gang is like blown up by like cannon fire so it's just like well <laughs> that our, our big battle is kind of uh pointless now because the entire city's getting blown up. And then, then, then it has like the whole ending of like where it's like it also kind of like like reiterates that point of like it, like and like it, this is like it's like totally forgotten or like people forgot this because like it's like the cemetery just like getting overgrown and like disappearing. Mhm. It, it's it's like really literally like New York is built on like the bodies of like immigrants. I I'm trying to figure out the the final message was because they. They paid the respects at the end, and then it's just like now you see the beautiful like modern skyline. Yeah. But yeah, so, it's, it's but it's 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 so like it's so like the warriors like so it's so like cause, like there's like all the different like there's a like especially there's like the, like when like Leonardo DiCaprio like comes back and like like Henry Thomas is, like telling him about all the different gangs and it's like it's just, like going through all these different gangs it's like it's the Bowery Boys it's the it's the the Plug Uglies it's the, it's the Shirt Tails it's like they all have like they all have like their distinct look and like it's like like I, I guess that was like based I guess it was based on like like actually like historical like like it actually happened like because because it's based on like a like a nonfiction book so. 
I guess there was like roving gangs of immigrant people, like thugs. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if they were like this colorful. Like I, 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 I like. I feel like maybe it's like 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 uh like played it up a, like a little bit. <laughs> it's like because like yeah, especially like especially like the, like the dead rabbits like the opening are just like they're yeah they're like straight up like the warriors or like Mad Max gangs of like in like in like they're like basically like hell they're like hellish underground like hideout. And then Danny Lewis with all his gang, which which his guys are all like. They look like they're from like the 1840s. There's like, like they're like you know like they're like bare, bare knuckle boxing like like uh like suspenders and undershirts and stuff. Yeah, they they look like a crazy reenactment crew. Yeah, but, it, but, but that's supposed but, to be historically but, accurate. But the, yeah, they, they look they they look like they're from like the time period. Everyone else is like a crazy like like post-apocalyptic like gang <laughs> that like society collapsed. Now we're like wearing like uh. Like feathers and whatever, like other whatever else we could find. Oh, and also, also the fact that like Danny Lewis like did not win an Oscar for this movie is like insanity. Because that that's like like uh, that, like everyone always mentions that that's like one of the big like os- like Oscar snubs of all really? time. Like, like one yeah. nothing. He got he got nominated, but he didn't win. It was uh oh man who yeah who beat him. I, I, Oh, Adrian Brody won for the pianist. Yeah, sad historical period pieces. It's it's yeah. pretty much you cram two of them in a year. They're gonna go to war. But I mean, I mean, Daniel Lewis is like, I mean, he, I mean, it's obviously he's like amazing and everything. But like in this movie, he's like so fucking amazing. Did you did you learn and see like the behind the scenes of like him really getting the character, him becoming like a butcher? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I, I bet. Yeah, I def, I, I'm sure he definitely. Yeah, he definitely trained. To, is like, I'm gonna work in a butcher shop, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk in my accent. I'm gonna talk in my, uh, my New York accent. <laughs> and then yeah, you, 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 you talk to me. Yeah, call me Bill the butcher, or you gotta call me Bill the entire time. Yeah, then I don't know. Like, I feel like Daniel Day Lewis was like, maybe I should really take my my eye out, really put a prosthetic eye <laughs> in my face. To become the butcher. That's the only way to get the character. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely a great, 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 great movie. Uh, I finally got to see the whole thing, not not edited for TV and not in like, and not halfway through. Um, and then the last thing I saw is uh, I I saw the final season of C over on Apple TV Plus the Jason Momoa, uh, actually apocalyptic show. Uh, well, actually, it's it's like post post apocalypse because there's like a there was like there's like a uh like I think it's like a some sort of virus or something in like in like our like 21st century time that like kills like all but two million people and then everyone who's did it die uh goes blind and then for hundreds of years afterwards like everyone everyone all humans are just blind now. And but then there's there starts to be some people who can actually see again. So that's like one of the big obviously one of the big like plot points of the show is like just people who can see and uh like everyone out there be hunted down because like they're they're like they're witches or like it's like witchcraft or heresy that you can see now. But yeah, the final season uh was 
uh, pretty good, uh, really solid. Like the whole the whole show overall is, is pretty solid. Um, I, mean, I don't I don't it's it's not like you know like House of the Dragon or Better Call Saul level or something, but like it's mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a fun solid show. Um, and and really really good like um like site built like like world building and stuff. Like they really do a good job of like um like kind of like fleshing out like how a world that like where everyone's blind like would function where it's like they have like instead of writing they have like ropes with like knots in it so you like however wherever the knots are like is like where the words are and then a lot of, there's a lot of like you know like sound based things obviously and then oh, they, didn't, they like didn't have braille they just went completely like a whole new system yeah they basically invented like yeah because like like 21st century society like t- totally collapsed. It was it's gone. And this, this is like 700 years after like society collapsed. It's like a totally new society. Uh, art reset. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it's it's very like feudal and like medieval. Um, it's all like tribe based, the kingdom based. Um, and then like and like Jason Momoa's like fighting style is like super unique and like really interesting too. Like it's a lot of like uh like sliding on the ground and like. Uh, tapping on stuff with his sword to like make people like go, like have people like look that way or like go that way and then like killing them like 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 behind from behind or something and a lot of like uh, yeah like a lot of, he does a lot of like like crouching and like sweeping around on the ground stuff and yeah he Jason Momoa is just like like so so good on the show like he's just super badass but also like really funny at times and like dramatic at times um. I think season two is probably the strongest season just because it had also it also had Dave Batista in it. So it was like Dave Batista versus Jason Momoa. And so like in like so like season three, like like because you had like like a like, yeah, like an awesome like Dave Batista villain in season two. And then season three also ha- I mean it has solid villains, but not as good like not quite up to the level like Dave Batista. But it wraps like it wraps things up in a, a, a pretty like a solid satisfying way. There's like a like they introduce like in season three, they introduced like, oh, like someone, someone's like figured out how to make bombs again. <laughs> wait, so, wait, wait, what? Like yeah. blind? They figured out how to do it blind? Yeah, there's like a, there's like a scientist from like an evil, like one of the like, the like main like antagonistic city or kingdom that's like learned, like he's he's like forced like sighted like children to like read the books about bomb making or like how to like reading how to like make like gunpowder, and so he's like now he's he's like. They basically have like a that's basically like a nuclear weapon equivalent because like no one no one else in the whole like world has like bombs, it, but now they do. So that's what Kingdom does. So it's like, well, we can just like we can like literally like blow up an entire city and like no one no one would be able to know how to stop it or do anything about it. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, definitely definitely if you if you uh have Apple TV Plus and you haven't checked it out, yeah, I would say definitely check it out. It's a fun sci-fi you know post-apocalyptic uh show lots of lots of really good like action and fight scenes in it like battle scenes and everything there's like season, season two finale was like a, this awesome this, like episode long like hour long just like crazy battle with like fro- like frozen uh, battle on frozen lakes and like the like the you know dave Batista and jason momoa facing off so uh but yeah lo- lots of like uh, lots of cool fights in like season one and uh three as well and like some brutal stuff too like jason momoa like really like like he's biting people's like throats out with his beard, like ripping them up with his teeth, and like cutting people's head, like tops of people's heads off with his sword, and yeah, it, it gets, it's pretty. It's also pretty brutal too. So if you want some like cool brutal action, it's it's got a lot of that. 
Yeah, I just don't have Apple TV for it. It's just like the one thing that's holding me back on watching it. Yeah, they well, I think Roku had a how much right now is like they had like a three month for free thing for the holidays. So, um, I, I originally got it like my my uh, grandma bought an iPad. I I, you, I think when you buy an, when you buy an iPad or like an iPhone or something, you get like a year or something or like six months of Apple TV Plus for free. So I really used that and I canceled and I canceled it. But now I now I'm back on like the three this like free three months. So I I've never paid for Apple TV Plus. I've just been using like free trials. But I, but I've, yeah, I've seen all of C. I'll probably and I'll probably jump into like Mythic Quest soon, like season two of Mythic Quest or season three of Mythic Quest because that that just came up a little bit ago too. So and I think I think there's also like a I think it's like Echo three. I think it's like a kind of like a Jack Ryan style like Jack like like military action show on there. Uh, is that advertised? I, I never heard I, of that show. I I just I just saw it because I I I I saw like a. I was on I was just on Apple TV Plus browsing through it. It's like it's like it's like a it's like a Luke Evans uh like star of that show. And it's like it's like he and he and like uh another like military guy have to like go like rescue like the scientists in like Columbia. So it's like it's a it's so it's like it's like a like a black ops kind of like action show. Gotcha. I think I think that just wrapped up or it's like wrapping up this week for like its first season. But uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you if you if you have Apple TV Plus uh, and you haven't watched C, I would say definitely check it out. Especially if you're like a Jason Momoa fan, like because he's awesome on it and like yeah, some cool action, like really good world building. So yes, yeah, solid fun show for uh, yeah, three three seasons. <laughs> so uh, that's it for me this week. So we wrap things up. Uh, definitely head over to the site. We got all sorts of our usual stuff there. We've got uh, trailers and new uh new shotgun and all of our usual stuff up there. Uh, our commentary is going to be up in a couple weeks. So definitely come back, check out where our commentary is going to be up, uh, which will be like last, last full week of January. Uh, you, can st- you can still go back and watch or, or yeah, watch and listen to our uh, December commentary, which was home alone Two. Plus all plus uh, our whole like back catalog of commentaries. We have like, I, I, how many years now? Chris? <laughs> five, commentaries, like, five years, years. 12, like yeah. 70. Yeah. Maybe more than five years, right? It's like yeah. six years now. Yeah, go, go like dedicated monthly commentaries. Yeah, yeah. Go back, go back and check out what, we, what we've been, what we did commentaries for, and like check out some of those if you haven't already. Um, if you dare. Yeah, and all all the usual stuff is up there. All of our usual features up there. So head over, check all that stuff out. And uh, yeah, so for Chris, I'm Zach, and we will see you next week. For more everything action, head to www.everythingaction.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action, and follow us on Instagram at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.